Welcome to the Always Right Podcast. I am author Carissa DeLay, and this is... Jamie Bandera. If you could see us on our YouTube video right now, he's putting on his boxing gloves because this is going to be a debate. It's going to be a fight. <laughs> All right, for our listeners, we I'll have- take them off because I don't lose. <laughs> You're already giving up? <laughs> I know how you are. Oh, uh, so you learned early. It's fine. All right, so we're going to talk about, let me make sure you can hear me okay. I'm moving my microphone. Uh, we are going to talk about writer's block. It doesn't exist. It does exist. <laughs> it's like Bigfoot. When I posted that video on my Instagram, my wife says, for your information, writer's block does exist. I'm like, what book have you written? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Wow, you pulled that? Yes, yeah. I got to buy our new Jeep this weekend, so yeah. I lost. <laughs> Wait, didn't you just buy Did you just buy a Camaro? Or we something? bought a Camaro last year, and I absolutely hate that thing. I hate it. It's a Chevy. It's fine. Well, you know, it's it's the new model. It says too low, and I've had two flat tires in it, and those tires, it's about this much rubber, about $500 a tire to replace. And I'm like, I knew I should have just bought another Jeep. So Yeah, I, I have a Jeep, so... Love them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm a, I like, I, I've, I've had Jeeps and I've had Ford as my main vehicles at like something, well, in the, in the Mopar family, essentially with, I've had, cause I did have a, a neon uh, years ago, but so Mopar and like, um, so Ford. Oh, I mean, don't give me, I love, I'm sorry. I'm a shit. I love Camaros used to, I mean, I've mm -hmm. had three or four of them. This one, it looks nice, but uh, I mean, it's just like they try to make it look kind of like a Mustang, and it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's like a death I did, I did test drive. What, uh, so when I was, uh, I know this is completely off topic of our. ADHD. Our, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I did the hair of Mark Porter, uh, his son's hair. And so whenever it's time, I love cars. My husband married a, married a car payment. I want to tell my wife that. Yes. And so for me, How about I us? Like, yes, I like to get a new car every three years. My husband, his Lincoln, he'll probably keep that forever. You know, well, the I got a Jeep. Got, he keeps cars for a long time. Yeah, I got and a 2015 Jeep and I'll, I'm going to keep it. She's like, yeah. why don't we trade that one in? Like, no, why? Mm -hmm. Why should we both I like, have a car? I like change. I like to see. I like it. I literally will drive a car for a couple months and I'm not even lying. Mentally, I'm like, what am I going to get next? I literally do that every time because, and I've only bought the same vehicle twice, one time. And I went from having a gray flex because I, when I delivered cakes a long time ago, I needed that space. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna buy a flex again until we went to Porter's and I bought a lot of cars from Mark Porter's. And no, I remember some of these stories yeah. we've talked about. And, them. and if Shane ever decides to listen, shout out to Shane because Shane is awesome. But Shane, I didn't like Shane at first. <laughs> because he, he wouldn't give me my trade-in value. And I'm a dealer. Like, I'm a wheel and dealer. And I went in, and I knew what I wanted. I knew my value of my car that I was trading in. I knew what I could get for it. And so whenever we uh, went in, he just didn't want to do it. Well, I was willing to walk away. And they were new in the area. And so it turned out, like, he eventually worked out a deal. He's like, all right, we found the kind you want for the price point in Kentucky it's black, da 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 da, and it's got like the luggage rack and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is great. Yes, tell me when. I'll come in, have my husband sign the papers, and then I'll come in right after work. Blah blah blah. It was two o'clock, and I hadn't heard anything. 
So I text the the guy and I'm like, hey, you know, he's like, oh, I forgot to tell you that one's sold. I'm like, well, I tell you what, you guys have given me the runaround. You have until seven o'clock today to give me the same deal or better, or I will take my business elsewhere. The same way I got my Mustang too, by the way, but with a different dealership. Okay. I will pass like several Mustang dealerships. I wish you were here so you can go with us. Because like that Camaro was, I don't even want to say how much it was, but the trading value after a year, and we got low mileage, is like nothing. Nothing, yeah, and I'm not, going to, I'm not going to accept it. No. Well, it, it turned out Shane did a great, he not only found it, because we were leaving for vacation that Friday. This was a Tuesday. We were leaving for vacation that Friday. And I needed, I, honestly, I was like, I want my vehicle now so I can have a better vehicle to drive on vacation with more room mm -hmm. at the time. And so it literally, he worked out. Not only did he go 495 miles to get me the vehicle I wanted, he also threw in like the all weather track, like uh, think the floor mats and stuff. He had my business and like, I work with him ever since then. And like, we have talked about driving back to Ohio to take my Jeep back and trade in with him because he, he just always worked with me after that point. Well, the cool thing about what you just said is it proves that writer's block does not exist because you wanted that so that he wrote the contract and mm -hmm. it wasn't blocked. It went through. No, that doesn't go. Okay, let's talk oh. about this because that's okay. not – This is – no, writing a deal because that's different because you've only got a certain amount of time to write that card. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about writer's block and how it does exist. All right. Yeah. So I we've never talked about this for people who may not listen to the previous podcast. We have never discussed this together. But I do know that Jamie believes that writer's block doesn't exist. And I'm like, I do believe it exists. So let's have an actual conversation yep. about it back and forth organically to see you know, where we stand. So I'm going to let you go ahead and feel your thing. So then I can go ahead and rebut that whole Okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah, in the beginning, um, I had what you would call writer's block. So it kind of defeats the purpose. Wow. But like, now, that, hold uh... up, hold up. So, you know, but I think to me, it was a state of mind. I would like, oh, I'm trying to write this song or I can't finish this character. And this was years and years ago. And I'm so stuck. I've been stuck on it for forever. And like, even now, like Scott and I, uh, my partner, Scott Seth, we started writing a song last week. And um, I, it, the first verse in the chorus came to me. Second uh, verse has it. I don't push it because when I'm inspired is when it would grab me. But we wrote a B section, fell right together. And it's been that way for me for years. I don't really write lyrics anymore. I swear to you. It's like if I'm going through a Walmart and there's a song on in the background and you, you know what it is, but you can't quite place it. And then you're like, oh, that's that song. And then, you know, you can hear the words, you know, the lyrics and it pops in your mind. That's how writing is for me with songs, with books. I never really force it. Now, if I'm researching something for nonfiction, then yes, I understand. It's a different thing. But I'm talking fiction or songwriting. So I have a friend, Sahaj Tikkanen, for the band Raw. This guy has written music for everyone. One of the most phenomenal uh, producers and singers out there. He sounds like Sting from The Police if Sting sang for Metallica. The guy's just phenomenal. And he wrote an article for Raise Your Voice, and he was talking about, for him, he said, writer's block does not exist. He said, you're either inspired or you're bored. And he said, that's my take on it. And for me, it was like a wall came tumbling down. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I When I've said in the past that I've had writer's block, I'm up against the wall, and I can't get through. And it makes it worse for me. I can't get through. I get ate up with it. I have to walk away from it. 
But as soon as I flipped that switch and I started telling myself, writer's block doesn't exist. I'm either inspired or I'm bored. So if I'm writing and nothing's coming, I'm like, ah, okay, I, I, I don't have the excitement passion I had five, ten minutes ago. I walk away, and then I may be humming it or thinking about it, and then bam, it unfolds again. So I'm always like that. I'm either uh, creatively on and flowing, or I'm like, okay, I'm tired of this. And me always saying I'm ADHD, I've never been tested, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the case. You know me. I'm here, there, everywhere. And I think that's what it is for me. Uh, it's hard for me to keep my attention on something for very long, or that's not always true. I will, but I forget everything else. I've written fiction books like um, uh, the Pen uh, Chaos Pendulum, the second in the Crisis Trilogy. Wrote it in like five days. I didn't do anything. I, I did not teach that week. I said I'm off for a week. I didn't answer my phone. I didn't check email. I was on Facebook. I wrote 10, 12 hours a day, and boom, I was done because I was consumed by it. And, when, and that's the problem with me with writing a book. When I get in a book, I do get pretty consumed and forget all of life. So, uh, like, as I'm writing more fiction, it'll be like, I got to take a week off the teaching uh, gang because this is all I'm going to do because I'll be inspired. <laughs> if I write, and I'm, but I can do it without. I can write in the morning, and, and I used to do this, and I'll get back into it because the way we're pushing books out now. But I get up at 5 a.m., and I write 5 to 6 and as long as I'm inspired, I'll let it go. I'll give myself like a two to three hour window. But if I'm uninspired in 30 minutes, like oh, I'm getting bored, I'm looking out the window, I'm playing with the cat, then I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I walk and then I come back. And for me, that has always worked. So, so your statement is that writer's block is just boredom. And so therefore people don't continue to write because they're bored. I, for me personally, absolutely. Let me grab my no, box. No, no, no. We are discussing your the your your statement of writer's block. So if you're, well, so. think about it. I mean, really, uh, and if you get, if your creative mind is flowing, it is open. It is for me. But if something, if I'm like, man, I'm losing that inspiration. A lot of times in the past, it's I didn't realize I was just kind of getting a little bored. I was losing it. I, it would, I would let it turn into frustration, and then mm -hmm. I would get mad about it, and I'll and I'll be like, why am I stuck, and I can't think, nothing's working, and I'd get mad, and I'd walk away, and when I started realizing, oh, I don't have the excitement I had, like, when you see a great movie, and you tell somebody about it, you know, the first five people you tell, you're like, yeah, 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 and eventually, like, yeah, I saw the movie, I'm tired of talking about it, um, that's what happens to me. You know, so I mean, I can agree with the fact that when you tell a story the first time, it's probably a little bit more detailed than when you tell someone the second time. Because yes, you get tired of saying the same thing over and over again. Be where you're like, oh, this this actual detail wasn't important to get the story across. Because I'm a de I'm a I'm a storyteller. Like, if you want to know something, I'm gonna be like, how much time you got? Because I'm gonna tell you the backstory. I'm gonna Tarantino it. I'm gonna like come back and we're gonna come to the. I'm gonna give you the beginning of what happens, but let me tell you how we got here. You know that. Yeah. Kind of so, so what you're, so writing is creativity, whether it's yep. fiction or nonfiction, agreed? Correct. Because even to write nonfiction, you have to be creative enough to be able to sell what you're saying is true. Correct. Okay. So based on what you're saying, you're saying that creativity is a nonstop. And the only reason you're not creative is because you're bored. Correct. Okay. <laughs> that works for me. All I'm right. Not, I mean, I would never sit here. I mean, I, I love this debate because I would never 
if someone came to me and said they had writer's block, I would say, yes, you're either creative, uh, you're, you're, you're on fire, you're bored. But I do understand. I mean, I would never negate your part because I do know people like, man, I've been stuck for three months. I can't write. I do not know what's wrong with me, you know? So, so okay. And, but so if, if it's just boredom, then that means that uh, well, you got to realize boredom, boredom can turn into frustration. So if you came to me, it's yeah. like, you're, you're wrong, Jamie. I've been stuck on this pair, this, uh, this chapter for three months. I would literally tell, have you been trying to work? On yes. I'm so sick of it. I work on it every day. I would say, walk away, go on vacation, uh, go, uh, watch some movies, read a different book, something else to take you completely away from it. So when you come back to it, you're like, it's like when you've been away from your husband or a wife for a while and you kind of, and you're like, Argh. But you get back and like, oh, I've missed you so much, you know. So you get back to that story like, oh, how I've missed you. And then, for me, that's when it opens up. So if I if I run into that, I'm like, I always say, to, and that just comes from Sahaj, and that's my philosophy that helps me to write a hell of a lot of books. If if I get to that situation, I walk away. I'll read something totally different. Maybe I'll even watch movies that are in the same vein. Until I start missing it. And then I'm like, I miss, I miss you, Crisis Artifact. Then I come back and <laughs> and then I take off again. Okay. So I can't force it. Or I, it would, I, would, I would have that writer's block I didn't believe in. I would get frustrated and I'd be stagnant and I would probably hate writing for a month or two. Okay. So then, okay, question. So then boredom essentially is a state of mind as well, right? Correct. So then you could say that boredom when you're writing is essentially just, oh my gosh, I am going to take that jug of water. I'm a drinker. <laughs> yeah, you need a freaking straw. Like that thing is a gallon that we oh, put in our refrigerator. I got one in the other room. I got my big tall vocal straw. I should have brought it oh in. Oh my gosh. I'll remember next time. At least it's not the metal one from last time. <laughs> tink, tink, tink. <laughs> it's like the sound of my chair when I move around in it. Uh. I think boredom, uh, just to clarify, is a when State you let the creative juices start, the gates start closing on me. So I, if someone is in okay, so if someone is in the middle of writing a paragraph, like they they're like, okay, I'm gonna sit down. I've got all these chapters in my head. Creatively, their brain has came up with everything they need to get onto paper. Correct. So they've got all this stuff. Like I know what I need to write. I know how to get it down. They start writing it. They start writing this, but then it they get like a block. Like they literally can't figure out how to get what's in their head onto the paper. It's not because they're bored. It's because there's something blocking them from getting that from their brain to the paper momentarily. How did that happen though? If they had all the ideas for the book? Well, just because you haven't experienced it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Oh, well, let's see. I still think writer's block don't exist. I'm either I'm either bored or I'm creative. Okay, so you're you're calling writer's block boredom. Where I'm saying it's literally a block. Something is stopping you from that creative process. It's kind of like as an artist with paint. I've had people straight tell me, okay, and here's a, and this is a perfect example. Um, there was an accountant in town who his whole like room was nothing but Ohio State University memorabilia, like pictures, and he messaged me. He said, "I wanted a Carissa Delay painting." He's like, I need, so come to my office. Let's figure out what you want to do. It's because I want to map out where we're putting it. What size do we, canvas do we need? Um, and what would, what does he need on his wall? Because he's already got all these other things. So I went over, I met with him. 
we measured the space. We knew what kind of uh, canvas we got. I went out, I was excited. I went out, I bought the, the canvas. I knew exactly what we were painting. Okay. Knew exactly. It wasn't like a creative process. It was the creative process was me putting the paint on there, moving the paint around to create what we were creating. Cause he wanted us the style in which I do. Two and a half years later, I gave that painting to him. I would remind him, Hey, I'm just not feeling it. Like I'm just, I'm not feeling putting that paint onto the canvas. I just, I know what I got to put down there. I'm just not feeling it. I'm not feeling the energy to make it what I want it to make because I'm so just, you were bored with it. No, I wasn't bored <laughs> because when I'm in the mode of painting, I know what I'm trying to get there. I just, I can't get it on there if I'm, if I, I don't know how to like get in that space. Okay. I could have I sat down and done it. I could have easily sat down and done but it. But your creativity wasn't fully flowing. You know, just to right. clarify um, for this, I would not disrespect anyone who's like, yes, I got writer's block. It's yeah, been around this, forever. This is a disrespectful podcast. This is no, more no, 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 no. But for yeah, me, yeah. for me to say that, and this, I, I stand by it. I acknowledge that for the record, writer's block does exist. But I, I've seen it. I've had, I've had others. However, I can't live in that state of mind anymore. Uh, and I have it for over 10 years. And that's why I, I've done it. So your situation where you ran into that situation, it'd be like if I'm writing and you were painting and you're like, ah, I can't go into that creative spot. Maybe I wake up one morning. I'm like, I know everything. Like you said, you know what to draw, but you can't get in that creative space. To me, right. I would, there's I would a, tell a myself. There's a literal block from keeping yes. you from being creative. And I, I know. And I would say to me, this is just for me. And uh, anyone rush you can take it or leave. I would be like, ah, uh, I just must be bored. I'm not feeling it. The creative juices aren't flowing. I'm not on fire. I will walk away from it. And then maybe an hour later, maybe the next morning. But I, so I don't think boredom from just the subject, because essentially, if you're bored and you go find something else to do, you're really not bored because you went and found something else to do. Well, like, I'm bored of the subject. Bored, so no, that, that's bored absolutely of the subject. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So but essentially, I, it, it's a, you're you're bored. So something is making you bored. Something is blocking you. you just, I mean, boredom doesn't just you know come out of nowhere no i mean for me i don't know if it's because i'm always doing a million things i mean you're the same way you're you're mm -hmm. all over the place you're highly intelligent i'm surprised this is a, doesn't happen to you the same way and i'm like like i said oh i gotta take care of the cats oh i gotta write this song oh i got 13 students and then i'm like uh i'm not in the mood you know, you and know I what? Lose... Go, ahead. go ahead no you go ahead well i've said this before functioning adhd so let me tell you the, and the thing is I do get in a situation where I have all of these thoughts because I think of, oh, I see you. Slowly lifting the water bottle. I love this podcast. You'll never, you'll never know. I like when I laugh like it. It reminds me of a friend, an old friend of mine. She passed away, Shirley Newman. She go, so I think that's why I do it. If you guys want to know or see what's happening and why I'm getting in these like, what are you doing modes? You can go to our YouTube channel and you can see Jamie and his large metal thing that he'll have or his big gallon of water he has right now. Like literally like the big ones you buy from Kroger. Like you, you should probably just get one of those ones that people eventually stick their pennies in and just have a long straw from it. No, that's where, uh, like you said, you like change. That's where I like to put my change in like one of those big five gallon things. Mm, you should just refill that and start drinking from that. Yeah. <laughs> refill it and that's your water bottle now what were we um, talking about squirrels i can't remember so when i am in my process and my husband can attest to this 
So even the people that I video game with, because I play video games like all the time. And sometimes I can be doing something and this is how I keep myself going and, and try to, I, this is work for me, moving my space into my bedroom. I have an L-shaped desk. I have my, behind this thing here, You can, I have my gaming console, like my gaming computer back here. And she's got the cover for her latest book coming out soon on the wall, too. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I love that um, cover. I, I do, too. And I have a really exciting idea for the back cover to where it's going to do kind of like the same idea where it's painted in like it's the but, gold. Oh, but okay. You have Cleveland. Like, oh, the main yes. storyline takes place in Cleveland because yep. we love Cleveland. Um, I've got my, here, I'll just do a little room. I've got my huge TV over here. Yes. I've got my laptop. So this is literally my trifecta. And this is how I keep myself from having any kind of writer's block because it exists. They do exist. Um, Virginia. Okay. So what I do is I might play a game. I'll turn my console. I have my headset on. I will straight write a college paper or an assignment for college, which when my professor comes on here, we'll, we'll talk about that kind of stuff. But I can play a video game, I'll play a match, and then I'll go here and I'll type while I'm waiting to fly in. Or, all right. Bless you. Okay, or I'll write, oh my gosh, I'm gonna sneeze. Bless you. I'd have probably edited that out. No, I leave it, that's, that's organic. Organic. Um, <laughs> we're a vegan podcast. No beef here. Except for we're snout, about, oh yeah. There's only beef when we're talking about writer's blog. Um, so, I will, I, I have several things going on. I will almost go through the, I'll do the circle. I'll, you know, whatever. But there are days I'm like, okay, I don't have anything on my books to do. I literally have whatever. Um, and I'll sit down and I'll make a bunch of ads for Vendera Publishing. And then one day I'll sit down and be like, okay, I'm just going to write today. I'm going to write a bunch of chapters. I'm going to edit a chapter or whatever. And then I'll just do it. But if I get to the point where I'm like, I don't know how to describe the situation. Like I literally can't, I can't, I have no creative juices to do that. Like I wanna do it. I know what I'm wanting to happen. Like I know I want the character to mysteriously walk in and go through this area, but I can't write. The, the character writes in or walks in mysteriously. I can't do that. So I have to figure out how I'm doing that. So I have a block for a moment. So what I will do is I'll go play a video game. I'll go do a load of laundry. I'll go remove the dishwasher and I will listen to music and they're like, figure out the word. I've got no, it. No, that's cool. So for me, I do get a block. So it's, and it's almost like, it, it's like a, it's more of like a writer's wall. I hit that wall. I know there's a way around the wall, but I can't see the way yet. I'm just standing there like, okay, which, which way do I go? And so sometimes I just have to kind of like take my brain away from it and think. I have to imagine it in my head. And then once that kind of clears up, and it may not clear up immediately. It may take a day. It may take me listening to music. I may have to change what I'm listening to on uh, for certain chapters, which I do have playlists for chapters um, to help me kind of get in that, that headspace. No, I can get behind that because I feel like I could see me in a wall. If I'm writing and it's, it's just pouring out because, and this is probably not going to work for a lot of people, but I, I don't, probably do what you do where you're like, I got to figure out the scene and how to say it. I literally write like I'm watching a movie or a Netflix show. I, I feel like yeah. I'm setting it, but the paper is the TV screen and I'm yeah. not even really thinking about what comes next. It's just, 
like I'm watching the movie in my head. So I'm so writing. So the movie plays for me during the day. That's the thing. Okay. For me, while I'm doing all these other things, especially when I was working in the salon or I was doing whatever, the movie would play in my head. I just had to get the movie out and describe it to the, okay. to the readers. So sometimes there is a wall for me that I have it all. Like I see it. I can literally see what's happening. I just have to be creatively figure out how to write it. So it's not a creative block. It is literally a writer's block. It is a block from getting it from here to the to the keyboard and putting it out on the page. I think I don't push play on my mind movie until I, I'm setting. I use an iPad or an iPhone and I get the Apple Magic keyboard. So I'm, I'm an Apple mm -hmm. person like you too. I, I, I don't think about it through the day uh, mm -hmm. because I'm singing or I'm teaching. But as soon as I get in there, I might read a couple of the, you know, the previous paragraphs and then boom, I, I unpause it, the movie in my mind, and then I start letting it flow. When I get to a point where it's kind of, it's paused on its own, sometimes, you know, the internet freezes and your, your movie freezes. That's kind of what happens to me. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, well, I'll take a break. I'll go make a sandwich or I'll go do this. I'll go run. Right. I'll shoot so it's a video. essentially the same idea. There's something that you're going and then something happens where you're like, you have like a, you hit a wall, you hit like a, yeah. a stopping point and you're like, okay, I know I'm going to get over it, but currently I, I, I'm, I'm being blocked from going any further. No. And I think this is good. Um, I, I mean, I'm always going to stand, but for me, I have to say that that's the only way I, I'm so creative. Writer's block does not exist. I'm either bored or I'm excited. However, I, I know it's there, but I think the problem you could, with you, could, you could revamp that and say writer's block does not exist for me. Oh, but it no, doesn't exist I, in I gotta pay homage to Sahaj. <laughs> I gotta do it and be an asshole about it. Sahaj, you guys can say it doesn't exist for you, but it doesn't exist for a lot of people. Because did you know that majority, over 50 some percent of people that have their doctoral thesis have not finished it because they can't get the information that they need to put on the paper? And I think that's the big problem. Um, well, writer's block, you can say that it don't really exist for you either, Carissa, because you're not the one doing the thesis and you're stuck and you can't finish it. You just told me I, you're really good at finishing it. It may be a day or an hour or something, but you always do. So at least you have that mental mindset. Think about, you know, people have writer's block and they're like, I can't, I've been stuck. I've never finished my book and it's been six months because I can't get over this last chapter. I don't know where it's going. You know, right. because you're living in that and you're, you're using that frustration to, to block you, you know, and you're not letting that creativity flow. The block so exists, but the thing is, I, I believe a block exists. Yeah. But I believe there are ways to, like, there are different ways that we can combat the block. We can, like, you, you like, and agree on this part that you can get up, go do something else because you're calling it boredom. I'm calling it a block because I know that I have the stuff. I have the visuals. I just don't have the words, the writer's part of it. So it's not the creative part. It's the writer's part of it to put it into words because I can visually see it. I physically can't type it out. Um, so there are ways to combat that. Like I use music. Uh, you, like you said, you'll go do something else and then like it clicks or whatever. And that's the thing. Maybe that's the problem with people who are suffering from writer's block. Don't know how to overcome it because they- They get hung up on it. They don't realize what's going on. They don't realize like, I need to step away. Like step away from the keyboard. We yeah. can agree that you need to step away from the keyboard, step away from the story. And like I said, try something different, like listen to music or like, you're like, if you have a thought process of how your book's supposed to end, maybe like you did go watch some TV shows. Like you're writing a, you're writing a story with fairies in it. 
go watch stuff with the Faye people. Like go do like watch some things and like, oh yes, that's inspiring. Don't copy or steal, but you can get inspired. Um, like me, what I started doing, I, I write more science fiction, uh, you know, like more of the aliens and like the, the quantum physics. And I like that kind of stuff. That's my typical world. But Canvas is a serial killer novel. So I am not in that realm enough to know like the, 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 the canon of it. So what did I start doing was listening to podcasts of unsolved crimes, listening to podcasts of serial killers, listening to podcasts that kind of gave me an insight to how that, that world is. What's Dylan's cell phone number? I need to, I need to text him. Why? I'm just a little concerned now. Oh no. Why? <laughs> okay. Maybe you're not watching what my wife is watching. Like she killed her husband and she got away with it. And here's how she did it. As long as it's not those type, I'm okay. Dylan, no. you're safe. No. So my, so I'm not sure if you knew this about me. My, my next book after canvas is going to be about my aunt's murder. My aunt was killed by a serial killer. I'm gonna write no, this I did not know that. Yes, and so she's so her her name is one of the main characters in Canvas. Um, oh my gosh, hug a lug. I'm trying to so, finish it before we're done. Oh gosh, <laughs> haven't you made it to half yet? Yeah, shout out to Kroger right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're not sponsored. We are by sponsored by Kroger. No. <laughs> We don't have Kroger down here. We have Publix. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. We got the Publix. Um, they are pretty amazing, though. Their carts are, they, they have brand new carts, and their carts just glide through the store with beauty and ease. We got meth carts here. Wait a minute. Yeah, I don't wild? think there's any fentanyl in the Publix ones because they're beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, I'm going to, like, I am going to, I've been interviewing my aunts right now. Um. I, my aunt, I remember her very well. She, I was 17 when she was murdered. Um, but I am going to, I am going to write that one. I'm going to tell her story. I'm going to tell who she was. And I plan to hopefully correspond with the person who's in prison that killed her. Um, <clears throat> reach, you know, to research because he was only convicted of three of the women he killed. Um, but I'm not going to put it out in the universe because I'm going to let that be my, like, I'm going to take that story myself. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to put a little snippet at the end of the book about her. Uh, oh my God! Do you I have... kicked the table with my feet. I just saw the screen start shaking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like what the yeah, like bobblehead. <laughs> uh, yeah, so in Canvas, it's a whole different world for me. I had to kind of get in that realm. Um, but so the one of the female main characters, her name is Alice, and my my aunt that's was her first name, and then uh, the the second main character, my best friend growing up, uh, was Brian Schaefer. Until, like, we lost contact around, uh, like, we moved away, like, after first grade, but, like, our parents still stayed in contact, and probably, like, middle school was when. What is happening? A cat's trying to get in. Oh. It's probably my cat. Oh, she's asleep. It's squirrel. So, Brian Schaefer, do you remember that one? No. He was the Ohio State University student that went missing from Columbus. The doctor. Yes. Yes, the, the medical student. That was my my friend growing up i'll send you a picture no. when, got married when we were like five yeah i am still mm -hmm. baffled by that yeah oh yeah so um like i we knew the family yeah it was it, like we lived right next door to each other we had a clubhouse we did everything together like you know all the time so uh and we lost 
touch probably in middle school. So I didn't know after that until after he, he went missing the weekend before I got married. Mm. Yeah. He's his, the second character in my book is professor Schaefer. So mm. yeah, I'm just using the names. So they're the two and then I'm going to put a little snippet to kind of like, you know, about them in the back of the book. So I'm excited about that. No, but, I think that's uh, beautiful. Honestly. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so we are at our time, but here's what I want you to do as listeners. I want you to comment on our YouTube, or you can comment in the podcast. Uh, you can even send us an email. Give us your thoughts. Give us your argument. Are you Team Carissa or Team Jamie when it it's comes so to It's so funny you talk? said that because I was thinking, <laughs> oh, we need to say that. Team Jamie! Listen, yes. and I don't, I don't care what team you're on, honestly. Mm, um, for me, it I, works. I like my team, okay? Yeah, she's very competitive. For me, if you don't want to be bogged down by uh you know writer's block just think it doesn't exist you're bored you're excited also deny it be a denier yeah. got it so and then it'll, just like me it'll go right out of your system mm -hmm. all jokes aside don't don't run from it and don't get frustrated except it's do what you got to do uh, either go watch netflix like i do do what carissa does work on a paper play video games whatever you have to do to keep your mind creative but in another realm and then come back to it don't yeah. let it eat you up don't want be one of those people don't that's let like, it get to frustration yeah because you don't want to lose it ever i i know so many people that have a book in them and they've never finished that book oh i started and i ran into writer's block and i haven't touched it in three years so i'm like pick it back up and start reading it yeah it's heartbreaking so but you don't have to be that way you can mm. beat it and we can help you so yes all right. And again, I am Carissa DeLay. This podcast is made to help you with all the ways of writing. And you can reach out to us on our email, which is alwayswritepodcast at gmail.com. And you can send us messages and talk about like uh, anything that you have to talk about with uh, Writer's Block or any of the previous episodes. Feel free to share your stuff and we may share it on this podcast at some point. So with not a further ado, thank you for listening. I'm Carissa DeLay and this is and Team Jamie Vendera. Ah. Yeah. Jamie Vendera. Team, Team Jamie Vendera. All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you Until next, next podcast. Time. Bye.